Hey guys, it's not often that you get to interview one of your idols when it comes to the uh, uh, the field that you're in, but that's actually what I get to do today. I get to talk to Dave Schrader, who most of you will know from years and years and years of, of Darkness Radio. Uh, obviously, he's got his brand new show. It's not brand new now, but it's still new enough. It's uh, the Paranormal 60 so uh, it's a, it's an awesome show. I love listening to that one. You've seen Dave numerous times on TV, obviously, starting way back with Ghost Adventures, uh, The Holzer Files, The Curse of Lizzie Borden. And now Dave's got a new show that's going to be coming out on August 21st, which is actually the anniversary of Hillbilly's Horror Stories, our six-year anniversary. So it works out good. This is on the Travel Channel and Discovery Plus. It's uh, The Ghost of Devil's Perch. Dave, thanks for coming on. Hey, thank you so much for having me. So, Dave, let's start off with, I want to get into some of the other stuff you've done in the past, but let's start mm -hmm. off with this new show, uh, The Ghost of Devil's Perch, uh, and tell sure. me a little bit about it. Well, uh, you know, this is the fourth season of this series. The first season and second season were Ghosts of Shepherdstown with Nick Roth and mm -hmm. Elizabeth Saint. Uh, season three was... Uh, Sarah Lemos, Ben Hansen, Jeremy Leonard, and KD Stafford at uh, Morgan City, Louisiana. And then COVID hit. And uh, everybody kind of got into different programs and projects. And they wanted to go in because they were getting these calls from Butte, Montana, from J.P. Gallagher, the mayor, and Sheriff Lester, uh, talking about strange instances that were taking place. And Cindy Kays and I were fresh off of the Holzer Files. Katie Stafford, the madman and mad scientist of the paranormal, uh, who was on Morgan City, came over and um, filled out our trio. And we went to work for three months in Butte, uh, Montana to try to make sense of the strange happenings and supernatural occurrences there. You know, it's it's funny. I had the privilege of being on Darkness Radio uh, near the end of your stint on there. And mm -hmm. I actually, I'm probably not supposed to know this, but I do know that uh, you lost connection halfway through the episode that I was on. So Tim had to finish it up. But I know that mm -hmm. you were actually in Butte at that time, uh, apparently working on this. It was all hush hush and top secret yeah. back then. And I didn't know <laughs> what you were working on, but I knew you were working on something up in Butte. So it's pretty cool to be able to find out what it eventually was going to be about. Yeah, we were we were in Butte, Montana, which does not have the best internet access. And, uh, you know, I, was, I, I had uh, done my best in due diligence to try to connect and be in a strong era, but, area, but, you know, when things go down, they go down. So, yeah, I'm glad we got to have you on in one of the last months I was uh, on the program for Darkness Radio. I started that back in uh, January 2006 with Tim Dennis, and after 17 years of working together, I just... You know, he he needed a chance to step up and be able to be heard, and I stepped away and wanted to kind of reinvent how I did what I do with with podcasting and radio. So he took Darkness Radio and took the control of that. I've I've started the Paranormal Sixty, which is uh, you know it's supposed to be a sixty minute podcast every Monday and Friday. And as you know, sometimes we have so much content we blow past the sixty minutes, and we'll. We'll often make it anywhere between 60 to 90 minutes long if if the uh, information is compelling and we're having a good time with it. So that's where we're at at this point. And I'm just trying to do it in bite-sized chunks, keep it fast-moving, fun, and lots of information. They could tune in at any time during the show and kind of feel like they're just picking up at the start of the program. So that's that was kind of the uh, way I wanted to do it, kind of hit that TikTok version of, of the world we live in where everything is short-burst and 
you know, easy to digest. So you can listen on the way into work, listen on the way home. And it's two different shows almost. You know, obviously with darkness radio going back as far Mm -hmm. as it was, you guys, uh, you and Tim were kind of pioneers when it comes to having paranormal on the radio. Obviously there was coast to coast, which is kind of like the, the granddaddy of it all. They've been going on for so long, you know, way back to the art bell days and, Mm-hmm. You know, you you obviously get to guest host on there, and and that's that's got to be a pretty cool experience for the times that I've heard you on there. What do you think was the success that you were able to bring? Why do you think you guys had success being able to just put a paranormal store, uh, a show on the radio like you did? Well, you know, we had an interesting show. We had uh, Tim had. Th- geez, 20 some years of radio experience. We worked together at college and it developed this brotherly best friend love for one another. And it played out well over the radio. Um, and he was a good mentor, you know, helping to shape me because boy, boy, when we went on the air in 2006, I had not been on the radio since 1990. So it had been quite a while and he helped shape me back into, you know, being a host and, kind of taking control of, of an interview and doing what we did. And I think we were lucky because when we came on, there was Jim Harold's podcast, the, the paranormal podcast. And uh, that was one of the first, and it had come out about five months before us. And then of course, coast to coast. And uh, you know, there had been other paranormal style radio shows throughout, you know, throughout history, but coast to coast really became the, the, the gold standard. And I just had told Tim when he reached out to me, he said, Hey, you know, I have a one hour spot every Sunday, 11 to midnight to fill on the station. You want to do a show together? I said, yeah, let's, let's do something paranormal. And I said, you know, we're close enough on the dial. We were at 1440 AM coast to coast was on at 1500 and it began at midnight. And I said, well, if we're on from 11 to midnight, maybe as they're tuning in to, to catch coast to coast, they'll find us. And it, and they did. And then we moved into the podcasting realm, then back into radio with iHeartRadio and then their podcasting element. And then just, you know, kind of kept elevating and evolving the show and, uh, you know, made a lot of changes over 17 years. But we were lucky enough to begin at the advent of of social media the way it was. You remember we started promoting on something called MySpace. And I don't know if you remember. (laughs) Yeah, remember that. But uh, we were on MySpace and Facebook and Twitter, and that was back in the day when you posted, people saw your post. So we were lucky enough to be there at the beginning of those before they got greedy and started cutting throats. And, you know, I have 5,000 followers. I post something and I'm lucky if 100 people see it because of their algorithms and the way they choke out social media and make it very non-sociable. So we really kind of caught the wave at the beginning. And there were some other great shows, ghostly talk and night watch and, and some of those, but uh, you know, they've, they've kind of ebbed and flowed and gone in and out of doing it and taking long hiatuses. And we never did. we never quit. We kept moving for 17 years. So I think people just got comfortable hearing their pals, Dave and Tim. And uh, you know, I, you, you get to a point, we were friends for 32 years doing radio for 17 of it. And you get different ideas and instead of button heads and getting to the point where we didn't like each other, I just thought, yeah, this is a good time to part ways and give Tim a chance to shine on a show that's doing well and uh, see, you know, if, if I can recreate the wheel for myself and do something that's not going to really step on what he does. And, uh, you know, aside from us both doing supernatural news, I kind of do it with 
three different guys that have different walks of life, a retired army colonel and a, uh, a detective police officer uh, who's served in, I think, three of the four military branches, um, a, my buddy Eric, who's a financial guy, and we all have this love of the paranormal so we can kind of come together, laugh together, have fun together, and do something that makes it feel like it's new to me. And then I added the component of video. So, you know, for many years, you're just talking into blank space, you know, there, I'm not looking anybody in the eye, I'm not talking, and you, you kind of lose that engagement. So I started doing that with, um, in the last year of Darkness Radio, doing some of these live video uh, programs. And then I figured, well, that's what I'm going to bring the Paranormal 60 out. It's going to be a live interactive video show Mondays and Fridays, then we'll just take the audio and release it to podcast venues. And we do that. So it goes out to, you know, I've got tens of thousands of listeners checking it out on the audio. We've got a couple thousand that watch the video, um, but it keeps me engaged with my guests and it makes me feel like we're, we're connecting as opposed to just talking to the ether. I'm going to ask you a question that uh, you might not want to answer. It might be kind of a difficult <laughs> answer or political answer. Okay. Sure. You obviously have been a lot more well-known in the last eight or 10 years for the television stuff than probably mm -hmm. the radio stuff. Cause it brings a whole new element. You got people who might not have even known about darkness radio that know you strictly right. from TV. Mm -hmm. What do you like more? Do you, do you like the, the radio podcast aspect more, or do you like the television aspect more? You know, here's what I like. I love history and I love mysteries and I love stories. And the radio show, I, I wanted to be a radio guy since I was a kid. You know, when I was very little, I used to practice doing radio shows in the garage with my buddies and we'd record them and, and do things. And when I went off to college, I found college radio and it just, it, it's been a part of who I am, that basic element. And I thought, okay, you know, that's awesome that this is this, I get to marry two of my loves, radio and the paranormal. And then getting opportunities for TV uh, extended my reach so I could not just sit idly by and learn things from people, um, but put myself into the history, go out to these locations and investigate them for myself with friends like ghost adventures and paranormal state and, you know, uh, paranormal challenge and, and haunted hospitals and all the different programs I've shown up on. And it just has given me an opportunity to kind of stretch my wings beyond one platform, but my heart will always be in, in radio and podcasting. And as you can see, I've definitely got a good face for radio. <laughs> I think you underestimate yourself. Anyways, <laughs> what about Ghost Adventures? How did how did it come to be? I, I know you were on some episodes of Ghost Adventures. How mm -hmm. did that all come about? When we were on Darkness Radio, we had this uh, young listener uh, by the name of Aaron Goodwin, who was a fan of Darkness Radio, and he reached out and he was very excited. He's like, hey, Hey, bro, I've got this uh, documentary I've worked on with these guys and, you know, we're going to, we're going to be airing it on sci-fi channel. Would you be willing to mention something? And I said, how about if we just have you guys on the show? So I think I had Nick and, and uh, Zach on way back in the day to what, 2006, 2007, when their first documentary came out and we hit it off and they, they were like little brothers. And then we started doing live events with them around 2008 and it just kind of fit. And then through the years, I would show up on their episodes from time to time when they, you know, want the seasoned grizzled old vet to show up and, and uh, see what was going on in these locations I would recommend to them. 
And then I uh, actually worked for five years behind the scenes uh, on, on CrossFit from about 2011 to 2016, I was a location scout. Um, so I helped find many of the location, well, all of the locations they did, but like two in that five, six year span. So I, you know, I was very proud of that work behind the scenes. And then after my mom passed away, I went uh, to radio to focus again and kind of got out of that and then um, have just, you know, kept, kept finding new ways to push opportunities and see what I could see. And then they would still bring me in from time to time to do on screen episodes. And I think the last one I did, it's been a while, but I, the last one I did was at the uh, Stardust Ranch where we went out in search of all these crazy things. It was almost like a Skinwalker Ranch episode. There were UFOs and cryptids and aliens and ghosts and demons, and we went out to explore it. So, you know, that was that was a good one to go out on. And then I've done their live Halloween special a few years ago um, and have just kind of kept in that loop of of being there and available. And they know that if they ever needed anything from me, I'm there. They just place a call and I'm, I'm happy to be a part of it. Just like this coming weekend, Nick Groff is doing an event at Bobby Mackey's with his G crew, you know, the uh, Josh Hurd from Melvern Manor and Johnny Hauser from the Velisca Axe Murder House, Chad Lindbergh, a Hollywood actor and paranormal investigator, uh, Nick Groff and his wife, Tessa, who will be doing a, a gallery session there. We're going to do a Q and a, I get to kind of be the moderator and host for the weekend and Bobby Mackey is going to play some music for us live on stage. And God knows how long we have uh, Bobby Mackey or a place like this to continue to check out. So it's going to be a fun kind of a, a fan fest, giving the fans a little love and getting a chance to hang out with them and do pictures and meet and greet and Q&A and just be a part of that. Uh, tickets are available if people are interested and they can go to darknessevents.com. That's darknessevents.com. And uh, scroll, you'll see the first banner on top of that page is for the Bobby Mackey event. You could get tickets and, and join us this weekend. I'm glad you brought that up because that was one of the things that uh, I wanted to bring up. We do a live event at Bobby Mackey's every year. We've had lucky last mm -hmm. year that Bobby performed for us. And it's like you said, you know, Bobby's in his mid-70s now. So, I mean, you know, right. he still sounds fantastic. Uh, we were able to play a little bit of it on our show uh, with Bobby's permission. But, you know, it's Bobby Mackey's is an incredible location it's it's i mean i would say it's probably top 10 in the country to most paranormal investigators if you just say hey where do you want to go it's top 10 top 20 in almost every case and if people haven't been there this is a golden opportunity to be able to not just be there but to right. be able to you know be with that group because like you said you know between nick and tessa and chad and johnny and i mean it's just Everybody there is going to be a, a who's who of the paranormal field all in one place right. in one of the most haunted places in the country. It's uh, I wanted to be there. I talked to Tessa, um, interviewed her about a month or so ago, and I wanted to come. But we actually have an investigation in Kentucky that same night, and uh, I couldn't get out of it. But how dare you not ditch your deal for <laughs> ours? Come on. I thought you were a friend. Uh, no, yeah, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, it's but uh, yeah, I mean, I can't stress enough, people, if you're listening uh, get out there to that event. It's it's going to be the who's who and and at a mecca of of haunted locations. So, um, and I you know I stay friends with everybody I can in this field, and I know it's been a long time since Nick's been a part of Ghost Adventures, and uh, I don't 
involve myself in the politics behind scenes. I don't care what their stories are. Nick's always been a good guy to me. Zach's always been a good guy to me. Aaron's always been a good guy to me. So I just keep it in that realm of friendship. And, and, you know, that's why we've always been there for one another. So I'm happy to be a part of this and get a chance to go back. It's been a long time since I've been to Bobby Mackey's. As a matter of fact, I think I appeared in the return to Bobby Mackey's episode the first time they went back. So it's, it's always been a lot of fun doing this and getting a chance to, like I say, you know, insert yourself into the history and the haunting and, you know, what a great place to check it out. Plus music, psychic phenomena, haunted location, some of your favorite paranormal people under one roof, you know, I said, it's, it's a, it's the Mecca of a paranormal event right there, buddy. Yeah. Plus I'm a few weeks away from the launch of my new TV show, the Ghosts of Devil's Perch, uh, which begins airing August 21st on Travel Channel and Discovery Plus simultaneously. So every Sunday, a new episode will drop. Um, for those of you watching it on Travel Channel, it's 9 p.m. Central and Pacific. You can find times in your area, set your DVR, watch it. And then uh, for those of you on Discovery Plus, it'll drop every Sunday. We've got eight episodes. So we start mid-August here, around the end of August. We go through mid-October, right through Ghost-tober. And uh, it's going to be a fun ride. I think people are going to really like this show. And if they like Shepherdstown and they like Morgan City, I think they're going to love what we have with the Ghost of Devil's Perch because there's so much history and so much mystery to uncover. And being partnered up with Cindy Keza, the medium again from the Holzer Files, and KD from Ghost of Morgan City, it's a great little package to come together and work this way and, and get to you know be in an environment where it's not just one haunted location, but an entire town that's being plagued with the supernatural. Speaking of the Holzer files, I was very disappointed, like I'm sure several people, that it wasn't picked up for another season. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But first of all, how cool was it to actually do that show with, with an actual relative of, of his? And what was the coolest aspect of that show for the, for the seasons that you did do? Gosh, we did two seasons, 23 episodes, walking in the very long shadow of Dr. Hans Holzer, one of America's premier and first ghost hunters. Um, you know, he coined that term. As a matter of, he had the first TV show called The Ghost Hunter back in the day. Uh, and he wrote for In Search Of and and Unsolved Mysteries. And, you know, he, he was one of the script guys for the Amityville Horror 2 movie and everything. So he's been around the block, loves this stuff. And, you know, he was, uh, we, we were lucky enough to interview him on Darkness Radio. We were the last radio interview he did before he passed. So I'd become good friends with Alexandra Holzer. And when this opportunity arose, I jumped at it, you know, just to get that chance. And it was amazing. And the best part of it is here we had files that are 40, 50, 60 years old with the audio, video, handwritten notes, uh, you know, recordings of the mediums and people. It set the tone in the first episode when you're watching the opening credits and you hear uh ethel myers you know and that my body where's my body and she's channeling the spirit calling out people were freaked out just hearing that so we knew we had something special i really think unfortunately our audience didn't find us quick enough um you know when you have shows like destination fear kindred spirits ghost hunters ghost nation ghost adventures you you kind of sell in the title what you do for a lot of people unfortunately who grew up in these last couple of generations of ghost hunters they they weren't as familiar with dr holzer mm -hmm. we were hoping to reintroduce him which we did and a lot of people have found us since we were uh not picked up but 
um, I'm just glad I got to do those 23 episodes. And, you know, I got to involve my daughter in an episode that was very powerful. Um, you know, we, we were trying to help bring a family of spirits back together that had lost their way. And, uh, you know, a couple of years prior to that, I'd almost lost my daughter to uh, complications due to diabetes. And this little girl had passed away from complications due to diabetes. And she was looking for her daddy. And that really hit home for me. And she was only making herself known to children. And I'm like, well, we're three adults. So I actually reached out to my daughter. I said, would you be willing to make a video just asking four or five questions? And she made two. And we played it and we got a great capture. One of I th one of my favorite ghost videos. Uh, we got great EVP and it was a very emotional episode for me. Very emotional. And, uh, you know, I'm glad that I got to have that opportunity in the name of Dr. Hans Holzer. So I'm pleased with it. And because of that, it, it introduced me to two people I love very dearly. They're like brother and sister to me, Shane Pittman and uh, Cindy Kaza. And Shane and I still go out and do a lot of events together. We just came back from Joliet State Prison doing an event last weekend. And Cindy and I keep in touch. And um, you know, she's she's doing classes and travel in the world. So it's harder to get together with her to do an event. And uh, But I love those two very much. And I'm looking forward to whatever the future holds. Uh, and then getting a chance to meet KD and have some fun with him and his equipment. It's a totally new vibe new show, but I think you're going to like the fact that we still maintain what we had with Holzer Files, which was respect and love for the history and for the lost souls, the ones that are are begging to be heard. We're giving them a voice again. Uh, and that's, you know, that's where Cindy and I, I think, are our strongest. Awesome. Dave, I can't thank you enough for coming on. This was put up sure. on a very short notice. Uh, I want to remind everybody to listen to the Paranormal 60. That's the, the number 60. Go subscribe today. Leave Dave a nice five-star re review and tell him you uh, heard about it on Hillbilly Horror Stories. And then, uh, like I said, we got the Bobby Mackey Show. As this airs, will be tomorrow night, Saturday the 13th. Go check out uh, Nick Groff and the rest of the G-Crew and uh, Dave Schrader in person. And then uh, August 21st, the Travel Channel or Discovery Plus the ghost of devil's perch. Dave, thanks buddy. I appreciate it. Hey, thank you so much for having me on. And uh, I hope all of your listeners out there will tune in. And can I give one last piece of advice? Absolutely. If you want to save your favorite TV shows, maybe you're like me, you, you wait for all the episodes to air and then you go watch them. You DVR them and power through them all in one false swoop that kills your favorite shows. That's why, you know, so many people who watched a show and then you're all blown away by how did it get canceled? Well, the way TV ratings work, they care about live views, and then you have 48 hours to capture that viewer. So if you haven't watched that DVR within 24 to 48 hours, 70 million of you could tune in six weeks later. They don't care. It had to have shown up in that first 48 hours. So please, not just my show, but any show you love, if you record it and can't watch it, turn it on and let it play in the background while you vacuum or do your dishes or go shopping, come back and uh, stop the the DVR after that, but make sure that it, it airs in that first 24 to 48 hours in your house. And that will start to save your favorite programs. And this time, Best advice. this time we've got ghost and devil in the title. And if people can't figure <laughs> out it's a paranormal show after that, I, I, I'm at a loss. So hopefully they'll check it out. That's all you could do, brother. Yep. <laughs>